0: Tom Zappala, and Rico Petrucelli.
1: So, as you can see, uh, our viewers and listeners, uh, Rico is on the IL this week. (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh. Actually, we're both on the IL. We're both fighting colds. We don't have COVID. Fighting colds. I've tested negative about 420 times. Ellen's sick. Elsie's sick. Rico is sick. Real sick. Oh, you're not that sick. Would all right, stop it?
2: All right. You understand that there comes a time in life where, <laughs> no, where you have to be very careful with any little thing. Colds. Are you at that stage warts, of your life? Warts. You get a wart, you get scared. What I, is it? Are you at
1: that stage of your life? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Zappler, Rico Petricio. We have a special guest uh, in-house with us. Paul Borges from PB Collectibles. Drove up all the way from beautiful Rhode Island. My daughter lives in Rhode Island. Loves it. In whereabouts? Uh, on the east side of Providence. Oh, beautiful. Near Brown yeah. University, up in that area. Loves oh, sure. it, loves it. You? All right, and then we have Steve Workman from Clean Sweep coming on. Steve's got a great auction. And then last but not least, we found him in a dumpster, <laughs> sober. Derek Grady will be joining us the last 15 minutes uh, of the show. But first, our hey, headlines. Derek. Behind the Cod film opens. The what? Yeah. Will you let me read it? Well, I'll read if you pay attention. (laughs) There's a new documentary film on the modern world of sports. According to Vertical Entertainment, which has distribution rights, Behind the Card highlights a large, unregulated industry's path from card creation to the end buyer, capturing manipulation of the card market, card theft, online scams, new technological innovations, and the unity of family and friends through the 100-year history of collecting. The one-hour, 36-minute film includes interviews with card shop owners, Panini executive Beckett's Jer- uh, – Jeremy? Jer- Jer- no, Jeremy. They spelled it wrong. <laughs> Murray, collectors Rob Go and Steve Aoki. <laughs> the film was set to open uh, – and uh, it's going to open in Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, Detroit, and Minneapolis. And uh, it's going to be available so on Apple So what's this TV. they're going to tell you? It's a documentary. No, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to give the whole picture of the industry. Well, listen, we all thing, know. I, don't
2: think, a little, I hope they don't do too much on the…
1: On the unsavory part of it? Yes, yes. But, cause cause you know, something, we're going like br- a- to bring Leighton in. We'll ask Steve later on. Listen, it's an industry. I understand. Uh, a- 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 in the aerospace industry, there's, there's, there's sure. the same stuff. Yeah. Like Raytheon, they collect cards there. No, but they they Uh, have they have industrial espionage and stuff like that, right? It's all the same. It's an industry. But I just you know, Uh, it's such a great. uh, Yeah, whatever. Uh, And don't forget to please subscribe, like, and share the show with your friends. You can watch us on Facebook, YouTube, uh, listen to us anywhere that uh, you listen to your favorite podcast, Alexa, uh, 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 iHeart, iHeart Radio, Uh, Pandora. Yeah. Well, uh, whatever. Uh, 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 and also, you can also leave me know, a message at zap Senior at hotmail.com. Le- Z A P S R at hotmail. What? The military uh, station. You know, you know, what is Baldics? it? Baltics?
2: No, uh, the military radio station goes out to all over all, all the uh, place. Oh, no, I don't think we're on that.
1: We should get on that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Layton, will you help me here? You, I'm begging you. Will you help me here? Uh,
3: listen, This is like a scene out of Good Morning Vietnam.
1: Exactly. Uh, yes. All right, listen. The reason we asked Very Layton sick. to come on. Very everybody sick. knows Layton Sheldon, Vintage Brakes, Just Collect. It's the best. Uh, but Layton has recently opened up a card shop. Paul has opened up a card shop. And I want to talk to both of you guys. We've got about three or four minutes. Layton, uh, tell us about your card shop. Who does it appeal to? How big is it? And are you seeing... You know, are, are you seeing some activity?
3: Absolutely. So, before I address any of those, thanks for having me on. Appreciate Rico and Tom being such troopers with their illnesses to be uh, hosting the show today. Uh, but all uh, joking aside, I hope you get well soon, gentlemen. Um, Thank you. And the last thing before I answer your question, seriously, I had a comment on this, Zap. I believe, and we'll have the record to prove it, I think you just compared the baseball card industry. To the aerospace industry, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, and if you I, did, no, that I, was unbelievable. I was simply smooth. making a point. I was simply it making was a point. Move like butter, my friend, as my son would say. <laughs> Thank um, you. So anyway, uh, we recently, just a few months ago, opened up a shop here in Milburn, New Jersey, uh, two ninety six Milburn Ave, Suite one hundred and two. Uh, what's really nice, gang, is that we have our offices for both Just Collect and Vintage Breaks behind our shop, and we actually put a ton of money in construction. Uh, this is a relatively, you know, nice-ish area. Um, and so we wanted to make sure that we looked the part. Uh, and so we have give or take, 800, 1,000 square feet. Um, and we, we were actually trying to curate a vintage experience. Uh, so in other words, you know, we don't necessarily have what every other card shop is going to have. We have some really nice vintage. We do have some Pokemon for the kids. Um, and, you know, we do have, let's say, different price points. And we're still learning. Uh, and, Paul, if you've been open longer than us, you'll probably be able to talk to that you know, a little bit more. Um, sure. but one thing I wanted to make sure that I, I plugged was first of all, if you own a hobby shop, just in the short period that we've been open, you gotta make sure people were preaching this to me before we opened. You gotta make sure you have Pokemon. Boy, were they right. There's some days that Pokemon, whether it be wax and or singles, will outsell sports cards by you know five to one. Um, you know, if not greater. So I, I don't get that. I, I neither I don't, do I, I, but here's the thing. I don't get a lot of things in life, (laughs) and so you just try to figure out like which things you want to figure out and not, and then other things you just kind of take at face value. The customers and so that's kind of what I'm. Paul,
4: Paul, do you get into that? The Pokemon, I I really don't get into. I do have wax Pokemon wax. Uh, We do sell some of that at the shop, but uh, predominantly it's sports cards for us. Um, Do people come in and ask for Pokemon? Definitely, they do. Uh, But uh, so I try to have a little bit of that too. Can I have go? Are you sure? I'll pause it. <laughs> uh, guy, but for both of
2: you, actually, years... <clears throat> hey, don't breathe on me. Can I have that Lysol? Uh, what the hell? No. <laughs> years ago, when they had... We had a, st- a ton <laughs> a ton, of uh, shops, right? I mean, it was seemed like there was one on every corner. Yeah. That's obviously it's like Starbucks. Essential. Exactly. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, they stopped, you know... I don't, they sold them or closed them or whatever. Well, oh, that's because
1: of the junk you, wax era, pretty much, isn't it? I would think. Yeah. You want to ask the yeah. question? No, ask the question. See what I'm I mean? I'm digress. trying not to breathe on you. I digressed.
2: No, but uh, what made you guys? Uh, you had maybe opened a little earlier. What made you guys want to get into this? Good, good into co- that? Good
1: question.
3: <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. Okay, late you go first. It, it, sure. If, well, <laughs> the first thing is, I just want to make sure. Like, there's an asterisk, just like on Maris's record. There's an asterisk here. I'm still waiting for an evaluation back from the psychiatrist. So there's no <laughs> oh, okay, guarantee yeah, yeah, yeah. that what I've done is a good idea. I just want to make that clear to like the folks watching at home. It wasn't time. Is it, was it, is it, you know what I'm saying? Was it time? Sure. Regal, I'll try to be serious for a minute. So oh, oh. Um, what actually happened, at least for us was, Hey, I wanted to open up a card shop ever since I realized I wasn't going to play professional baseball as a 12 year old, right? 15 year old kid. Um, and so putting that dream aside, we were actually at our former location, which was a mile from Rutgers College campus in New Jersey, for about 12, 14, almost 15 years. Uh, it was our second office. And the main reason we moved is because the building was sold. We did not own our space. You know, we were renting. And the building was sold. The gentleman and the group that were taking it over um, said, we're going to make it great, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, the small details that were raising the rent astronomically. <laughs> yeah, And so I didn't know anything about anything as far as commercial real estate. I'm like, you know, I think I might be able to get a new place for that kind of money. Um, and I figured since we were going to likely move and not stay and renew, I'm like, let me see if I can find a community where I can not only rent offices for both of my businesses, just collect vintage breaks, but maybe because we're going to be here all day anyway, meaning our expertise as a staff. We'll get someone to help um, with the store, uh, meeting and staff up. And we decided to try to make it all work together as opposed to have a store separate from our offices. And so, Rico, what happened is that a business opportunity arose out of just life happening. And so we took the bull by the horns, right? Instead Mm -hmm. of saying it wasn't the right time, it wasn't the right place, we weren't prepared as well, you know, or we didn't do as much work. Um, as we would have liked to because it was kind of crazy when we moved out of the old office into the new office. But we just decided to go for it. And we've been open a couple months. We're really glad we did. I have uh, have, a seven, almost eight-year-old son. um, And, you know, he loves coming here uh, to the store. And even though he actually doesn't really love cards yet, I hope he does soon, Crosby will play like hot potato on kids' trade night with the kids. And so what you start to realize is, I don't know about you guys, but I was a Boy Scout for like two years as a kid. And yet, when you're a Boy Scout, you're like always finding like one week you go to a church, the next week you go to someone's basement. And my point is, is that in terms of like where to get together, you never knew exactly where to go. So we're actually feeling that our store is going to become this nucleus, this center for the community of Orange, and yeah. obviously starting with the kids. Paul, so quickly. I,
4: well, Paul, that- how long have you been in business? We, your- we've been open since Right. 2000, <laughs> November uh-huh. 2019. So, you oh, it's 2000. just a couple of years so too. Same that's
2: thing? your main, it's his main uh, uh,
4: income. Uh, no, no, no it's not. he's a professor. I, I teach at a oh. local university and yeah. I have a okay. small little advertising oh, business. Oh, okay. So. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, are, you, you, are guys you happy with what you're saying? Else. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's been, it, I'll tell you, I opened <laughs> up uh, in November of 2019 and then just as we opened, we had to close down because of COVID and yeah. uh, then we opened back up uh, in May and it's been lights out since. Good for you. Leighton, yeah.
1: before we let you go, your website address which, which collect.com. Just collect and, and,
3: and you can see everything, right? Yep. And vintagebreaks.com. Check out by the way folks if you're into gaudies, we just made an incredible find out in Arizona over 800 cards from the 30s including, nice. believe it or not, 22 Babe Ruth and Lou, Ge- uh, Lou Gehrig Gowdy cards from 33 Whoa. and 34. Nice. You can read about it uh, on our blog at blog.justcollect.com. And lastly, I just want to plug, Andy Friedman was kind enough to hook up with us. We're going to do a trade night this Friday night Very from cool. 4 to 10 o'clock at our store. Andy Friedman is an accomplished artist. He also was responsible for some of the top 70 art um, as well as some other great stuff. Stop by the store. Free food and drinks. We'll be trading and um, you know buying and selling cards all night this Friday, 4 to 10 o'clock. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, brother. We love you, everyone. Uh, out there.
2: Take, care. Take care, Clayton Good guy, man. He's uh, a good guy. Very nice. So, you yeah. Know? No, I was, was concerned—not uh, concerned, but I was thinking of <clears throat> other ways. You guys, can you can you make a living from that? Just just have Oh, I think store. you can. I, there's no just way. It,
1: yeah.
4: it it I could do it full time. Absolutely. Really? Okay.
1: All right. Let's bring in our main guest, uh, good friend. Uh, he's he's done real well. Uh, Steve Verkman from Clean Sweep Auctions. Steven, how you doing?
5: <laughs> I'm doing great, guys. Sorry, your guys got the flu. My son just got it too. Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's been kind
1: of weird. It's like all over Massachusetts, pretty all much. All everywhere. Yeah, it's just you know. Thank God it's not COVID. It's just uh, you yeah. know. Paul's had it. You yeah. Uh, Rico's still have it. Rico's going to get sprayed again. Oh, David, our producer. Like Chrissy's the only one that's healthy, and I, I can't understand so it the way she, I mean, her lifestyle is like off the charts. <laughs> I just can't believe it. Anyway, Steve, you've got an auction uh, uh, that's going on right now. And when does it end? December 11th?
5: No, no, no. The auction ends uh, tonight. The auction, the right. So it ends, t- the first part is mostly baseball autographs. Yep. So that ends tonight. And if you want to get your bids in for today's stuff, you have to have your bids in by eight o'clock Eastern time. So you go to you go to cleansleepauctions.com and just check it out. And you have to your bids in by eight. If for some reason a lot doesn't have a bid in tonight's auction, you can then bid after eight o'clock. Tomorrow, uh, Thursday on Thursday, we have a whole round of baseball cards, basketball cards, football cards, hockey cards, autographs, memorabilia. So that for for the Thursday stuff, you just have to have your bid in by eight o'clock Eastern time on Thursday. So we figured a lot of your listeners might be more into more into the Thursday stuff, but there's some cool stuff on Wednesday too.
1: Uh, by the way, Paul, jump in anytime you want yeah, here because sure. this yeah. is like yeah. an open forum. So you've got over 400 baseball cards. Can you you know what are some of the highlight cards that you have that you're well, offering? Well, this
5: particular auction is it's different than anyone else's auction. I think this is almost all affordable stuff. Almost everything in this auction is worth $500 or less. It's a real collector-driven auction. You know, we we run three auctions a year with our best stuff then we run three of these and and they get a big response we there's thousands a lot so it's like you know there's so much to choose from so in this auction there's like reggie jackson rookies and psa sixes you know there's 65 manuals and psa fives you know cards like that there's a nice assortment of things nothing earth shattering but just you know fun clean collectible cards there's a lot of you know sets from the 70s and 80s you know in this case we have a bunch of modern cards too you know going up to like 2020 so there's just just, you know, solid regular stuff in terms of cards. Steve you know, is, generally uh, higher grade condition.
2: Yeah. I want to ask you, and Paul, is this, it was his last year, uh, male, 68. 69. 60,
1: wait a minute. Well, he reta- the 69 he, card, though. Yeah, but the 69, it oh, was uh, a
2: 69 okay. card. So his last
5: year, right. you know, yeah. his last
2: yeah. card. Is that? Is that uh, That's a good question. That's no, a good question. Too expensive, or, or not? Yeah,
5: yeah, I mean, it's funny you say that. Yeah, you're right. They sh- they shouldn't have made the card. They just did it to sell cards because yeah, he didn't. He wasn't going to play at all. Yeah, was, spring training. Yeah. He did Yeah, yeah. They, they, I, I, gonna
1: I'm going to ask you guys a question, both Paul and Steve. All so, right. you're, you're a memorabilia guy. You're a card guy, right? Mm-hmm. So, Mickey Mantle's last at bat, last at bat, the last ball hit by him, was right. caught. By this guy right here, really? if he if he would not have thrown that ball on the mound and that. stuck it in this. his pocket, I've heard this. What would the value of that ball be, Steve? I
5: don't know. Nowadays, not. It could be a million dollars. I
1: would
4: think.
5: You okay, <laughs> can we?
1: <laughs> oh, makes you feel uh, better. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
5: yeah Just, you would have had a captive, You would have had a, yeah, I mean, would have you really kept it for, you know, 55 years almost if you did that? Oh, I would
2: have sold a long time
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You know, you got to think about that. you know Listen, the stuff I that's gone know. through your hands?
2: He didn't announce his retirement until spring training of 69. Oh, oh. And right. so we didn't think he was going to retire. So I caught the pop up, third out. And when we come in, in those years, you throw the ball in the mound for the, you know, <coughs> for the, opposition's pitcher. And that was that. And then when you learn, you know, the next year, and I said, oh, my well, God. Well, wait a second.
1: Yeah. You did that also. For, uh, stop it, will you? Listen to hey. this one, Steve. <clears throat> hey, 19th, no, no. Red Sox hadn't won a pennant since 1946. 1967, <laughs> Rich Rollins is up at the plate. One, uh, it's a, it's a, one, one game, one game, and Petroselli catches the Rich Rollins pop-up which essentially clinched the pennant for the Red Sox, this 1967 Red Sox. What would you do with that ball? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this
2: you shouldn't get on me because Jim Lonborg had a Cy Young oh, <clears throat> year. So great, great year. Without him, we wouldn't have won. So I, after, in, the, in the clubhouse, I gave him the ball. Jim, this is the last out. And he said, oh, great, thanks a lot. What did he do with
4: it? Well,
2: he gave it to Mr. and Mrs. Yawkey. And what did she do with it? She lost it. They lost (laughs) somewhere. It's never to be found
1: again. Unbelievable. What
5: are you going to do, you know? Sign
1: baseballs, Steve. You have a a plethora of signed baseballs.
5: Yeah, we have hundreds of them. We love that stuff. So from from Mickey Mantle to Joe DiMaggio to Ted Williams, we have balls like that. We have, you know, team balls going back to the 1940s, all-star game balls. It was a big assortment of things things like that. So that stuff's always great. We love... uh, We love good autographed baseball.
1: Yeah. I mean, are you kidding? Uh, And you have also single sign. You have single sign
5: and team? Yeah, single sign and team and multi. So things from Cy Young Award winners, 300 game winners, things like that. And then, you know, all your usual Hall of Famers and some tougher dead guys. There's always a, you know, mix of things in there. And then there's, we got a bunch of, we have some unusual, you know, football and basketball autographs, like the signed Sports Illustrateds are very popular now. and And the different magazines, there's a nice Ali photo. There's a you know big assortment of things. One thing we have that you know you don't see every day. We got um, you know you know the black bats that they gave out. Like Rico, you you have your black bats from the '67. Two and of them. 75. Do you? '67 <laughs> and
2: '75. I <That's> also ones you going to leave me. <laughs> oh my kids! Oh, what are
1: they going to wear? But you got some of those, Steve.
5: We got, <laughs> we got, we got about forty of them uh, going back to the 1940s. The biggest collection we've ever seen of them. We're going to have it in two auctions. So part one is, is you know, is going to end tonight, and then part two on next month, and they, you know, there's some, some really cool ones in there. What, it, what is that
1: all about, the Black Bat? Is that like a commemorative bat? Yeah, it has all the autographs printed on there. <clears throat> but they, they give it to, like, if, you, if
2: you're everybody. Really? All the players, yeah. Good coaches and all that. Yeah, it's very nice. Very nice. I think I had my four sons over to kind of spread, you know, see what they wanted from the stuff that I had. And, uh... I think the two oldest took the black bats, and so I'll, I'll get them back. Those are the ones that I saw at the
1: Shriners uh, show. It was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was selling them. <laughs> he was selling them. <laughs> <You did. laughs> All right, listen, we are chatting with Steve Berkman from Clean Sweep Auctions. Uh, Paul Borges from PB Collectibles is in the house. We just going to kind of mix it up today later on. Uh, Derek is coming on with us if we can find him. Uh, so hang in there. We'll be right back.
0: Since 1996, Brian Drent and the staff at Denver's Mile High Card Company have led the charge in the collectibles hobby. Mile High is a full-service dealer specializing in buying and selling cards and offers a competitive consignment program for all collectors. Whether it be their computerized want list service, appraisals, or auction services, Mile High has it all. If you've been searching for a company with a selection of high-grade vintage 1888 to 1970 baseball cards and memorabilia that shares your passion, aim high, mile high. Go to milehighcardcode.com or call 303-840-2784 for more information.
6: Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices.
2: How would you like to own the bat that was used by your favorite player when he hit that towering home run or game-winning base hit? Now look no further than JT Sports, specializing in the sale and authentication of professional game-used bats. As the official authenticators of professional model game-used bats for PSA DNA, JT Sports will guarantee the authenticity of any bat purchased from them. JT Sports also buys and sells game-worn uniforms, gloves, and baseball equipment. The unique quality of the collectible is what JT Sports is all about. Give them a call at 609-487-8003 or check them out at GameUseBats.com. Number six on the roster, but number six in our hearts. Number one in our
1: hearts. low. pretty low.
2: On deck with Rico Patricelli.
1: (laughs) All right, so it's time for our segment On Deck with Rico, brought to you by our good friend Brian Dwyer, and the great staff at R E A Auctions. <coughs> Don't forget to get bid in by going to robertedwardauctions.com. That's Robert Edward Auctions for extraordinary results and extraordinary service. All right. So this week's question was submitted by a gentleman, Walter. How do you pronounce Desjardins. it? Jardins Desjardins.
2: Desjardins. He, didn't he? Uh, wasn't there another question from him?
1: No. The name no. sounds no. familiar. And Walter, he will win an official Great American Collectibles T-shirt. So, uh, very nice, buck, a buck smells fifty. Smells myself. a little bit. Smells. Sure. You. What are you sleeping with? It? I don't know.
2: All right. Uh, here's I, a
1: question. This is kind of a kind of a cool question. I don't know, Rico. Uh, when question. you guys were on the road, did you have a favorite city number one and a favorite restaurant number two?
4: Oh, I like the question.
1: Well,
2: um, let me just think. Uh, yes, I guess we had a favorite city well, and. <laughs> Usually the one we did did well in um, on the field, but no, mine was Chicago. You love Chicago? Oh, I, I love Chicago. Too. We used to go, um, and it was a restaurant there, not too far from the hotel. It has jazz, uh, all the top jazz guys. Right came. on that main drag there. Yeah, yeah. yeah Where well, you see those two in yeah. the, the water? Yeah, you know yeah. the the river. And what about
1: a restaurant? Did you
2: have a yeah? Favorite? It's the same place. It's uh, they you could eat there and then. Anytime, you know, no matter what. They had kept the kitchen open. And uh, what the hell is the name of it? I can't think. Was it. it a steakhouse? Yeah, it was like a steakhouse. Not house. Gibson's.
4: Chop house. No, no. <clears throat> oh, I know the chop house.
2: Yeah, yeah. this was, uh, oh, it's great. <laughs> and then with Stan Getz, Earl Garner coming, all the top jazz guys. Uh, Miles Davis. Very cool. Big, yeah. big time. It was Did fast. Tony
1: get up there and sing once in a while? No, no, we kept them out. You kept Tony
2: out? <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Jazz, he, uh, he wasn't crazy about jazz, but I was always a jazz guy. Yeah, oh, uh, you played. You played the drums. Yeah. All right, very, very, so, good uh, yeah. Yeah, so very cool. Uh Yep. Yeah, very cool. I say Chicago. It used to be a great city.
1: Yeah, now it's kind of, kind <laughs> of shaky. All yeah. right, let's get back to uh, Steve, Steve Verkman from Clean Sweep Option. You know, Steve, programs, you mentioned programs in yearbooks. They are becoming very popular, aren't they? <laughs> Oh, we lost him. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. No. Go ahead. No, not you. It was our producer. <laughs> Can
5: you hear me now? No. <laughs> <coughs> you know he's going to pay for that. Go ahead. You guys should know, like those isolation booths like in quiz shows.
1: Yeah. I, no, I have Lysol. I have Lysol. Do
5: it like that.
1: Anyway, um, no, so kidding. programs, uh, scorebook, you know, all that stuff. That stuff is becoming real popular, isn't it?
5: I'd say it's very solid. The people that collect pubs, they're really, they're all in and they and they love it and they're very passionate and, and they, they do what they want to do. It used to be everyone would try to get like every team yearbook and people still do that. But now the focus is more on unique things. Like they want to get a scorecard from the game where Jackie Robinson stole his first base yeah. or Ruth you know, with his 400th home run. So things so that it's become more specific now. And, and they can be very technical to date them because most of the scorecards aren't scored. So you have to try to figure it out from the lineup and everything.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, well, again, yeah, you're absolutely a hundred percent right. Um, those are tough. It, it takes a little work. You can get to it. You can find out the information, but it does take a little digging um, scored programs though. Are more valuable than unscored, obviously correct.
5: Well, it used to be the other way around, but yeah, now people, because they want to figure it out, they want to do that. Because it used to be like with the World Series programs, people didn't want them scored. And now right. some people like that. <laughs> with the World Series programs, it can go either way, because you know, not most World Series is it's not a big deal if it's scored for Game One or Game Two. And frankly, people could find the score sheet and score it later on. You know, and then it piggybacks on tickets. You know, tickets, as I'm sure you know, just exploded in value and price. It, it's just incredible. And they they dwarf the value of the programs. But the programs are still good, too. And, you know, they're nice to get them together. But there's a lot of new people, you know, doing these very, you know, technical projects, trying to get a ticket for every game Sandy Colfax won. And they're doing these projects that no one ever used to do. We have a, a full ticket from the 41 World Series you know, in, in our auction. And sure. I mean, we have a lot of tickets
1: as
4: well, and we always have some nice... That's very stuff. cool stuff, Paul. You, you know, I know, you know what's crazy today is, you, you know, tickets are electronic now. Yeah. That's, yeah. you know, and so it takes away that ticket collection yeah. type yeah. thing. Well,
1: you know, it's, it's, it's funny, and you know that, uh, I, I think Rico knows this, I, I was fortunate enough to, to, to win an auction and on uh, some programs, uh, Red Sox programs, and I, I, w- I stumbled upon them. I, I won, uh, Steve, uh, an auction, and um, it's every Red Sox program from every year in existence, starting with 1901 up until two years ago, which is good. There's some really cool stuff, especially the first 20 or 25 years. Obviously, those are great programs. But I, I, I didn't realize this. As I was opening up the program books, I probably found 75 to 80 tickets inside, s- inside the books oh, wow. as I was opening them up. Wow. So that's kind of cool. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, really you cool. know, from the 30s and 40s. Some of them were half, some of them were full stubs, some weren't. But then the other thing I did is thanks to my, my good friend here, I pulled out all of every book from his entire career from 63 to 76. Enrico was gracious enough to sign the covers of each Did you get the bill, tournament. by the way? No, I did Did you send him a bill? But they yeah, are, I'm they are, they it. are in, a, in oh. a separate binder for my, for my kids. Steve, you know it's interesting. The old
2: ones, the old uh, <clears throat> uh, yearbooks and, and uh, scorecards and all the, the advertising. You go way back. Oh my so, God. So and so, 50 cents.
5: <laughs> no, but let me. five cents. But, let me tell you oh, something else. Now
1: it's like. Some of the racist stuff in there yeah, is was, absolutely yeah. amazing. The, oh the, my I God. Imagine.
5: But also, like the graphic design work, like the ones from the 50s and 40s and 30s. Absolutely.
1: Sort of yeah.
5: like so many times I want to steal those from my covers. Yeah. They just, Beautiful, they're they're great covers. They right. the, la- the la- there was a show in New York, and I couldn't believe what happened. Somebody needed your nineteen sixty seven Topps card for a set, and they had the nerve to negotiate. <laughs> so the price on card. And we got to a whole fight about twenty dollars, and I couldn't believe it. But you know, so, something though,
1: in 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 in, in uh, Red Sox fan, in honor of you, there was a Red Sox, uh, a Rico Petricelli rookie PSA ten. Yeah, that somebody paid ten grand for. Yeah, uh, drunk. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, well, no, it's.
2: Uh, uh, I I love the well when I signed them for you. You know, I was looking through. Them oh, of course, the advertising right? It. Very it's, cool, yeah.
1: Steve. Um, Football items. You have quite a few football items. Let's talk about those.
5: Yeah, we have hundreds of lots in terms of cards. There's some really nice 1952 Bowman small football cards, and those are you know beautiful cards. There's a Tom Landry in there. There's a Frank Gifford rookie card. There's a run of autographs. You know, all different types of photos, jerseys, helmets, mini helmets. You know, all all you know all the mainline Hall of Famers. We got some signed cards. I just figuring out look in the book. But there's um, we we still do a printed book. You know, we have unopened packs, unopened boxes. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of nice stuff. There's a lot – there's a run of autographed footballs. You know, there's – it's all sorts of, you know, interesting things. There's runs of signed cards. So there's hundreds of lots. Any, any vintage football collector, anyone doing football pre-1990, I'm sure we'll find stuff in there.
1: You know, getting back to the signed baseballs, for instance. Now, I'm sure those don't come from one consignor. I mean, what do you do? Just scour the area or do people call you? How does no, it typically call- work?
5: Well, people, you know, fortunately a lot of it comes to us. You know, we get boxes in every day, fortunately, every few days. So we get, you know, you never know what they're going to have. So they'll autograph balls. Some of it's stuff in our inventory, and there's a lot of consigners. So, yeah, some of them are from, you know, people that, you know, went to shows in the 90s so they would get what they could get. And the big thing with the signed balls now is people want these inscriptions. They don't just want Kiwi Reese on a baseball, they wanted to say, you know, Hall of Fame 1984. Yeah. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. That, that, that HOF. Right? I, didn't, I yes. didn't know that. I didn't
5: realize that. Not even just HOF. That's a starting point. They want to go past that. Yeah. So, like, we had a we had on our last auction of this style, we had a couple of the Negro League guys who were themselves not exceptional, but they signed it with HOF or Negro League and they got, instead of getting $200, the ball got 2500 Are you kidding? So people were, like, some of these things can go crazy. They, yeah. This is what they, it started with mantle, with the unusual fine. mantle inscriptions and it kind of, yeah. You it yeah. it's way down and, uh, you know, some people like, and on photos too, like the inscription stuff has become like a craze, like autograph time. collectors, you know, every extra letter and word that they put in and, you know, it's, it's, it's a huge thing now with, with collectors.
4: We actually just bought, I just bought a collection of a hundred si- single sign baseballs, really. Um, so you do get into s- some of that stuff. Some of it, just baseballs, because you can actually fit it in the shop. Right. Yeah. Uh, I do have some photos and stuff, but I just don't have the room to display it. But I love the baseballs and just what you said. The inscriptions are so big. If uh, you know, if you look at a Mickey Mantle signed baseball and he has HOF on it, you know, Steve, how much more value that brings. Uh, you side yours sometimes,
1: Rico <laughs> Petricelli,
4: number six, right?
1: Yes, yeah, struck out against
4: no, mine
2: ser- 547 <laughs> times. No, seriously, you <laughs> signed
1: yours number six sometimes. I
2: sign it all the time, and now I'm getting the same thing. We're going to do card shows. Could you put down a uh, two-time All-Star, uh, 40 home yeah. runs, 1969? Oh, uh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, World Series, 67 and 75. Do you like doing that? Not really. Yeah. No, because it's tough to sign in a Well, you got a I mean, long name besides... Yeah. yeah. Right. That's right. I mean, you know, that's but kind of. But you know, a Ted pin. Williams, Ted Williams and Joe DiMaggio, when they were live and they did card shows, they wouldn't sign balls or, or, or bats. They wouldn't sign because it's because it was tough to sign. So who used to sign for Ted though? Then
1: because well, you've talked about it, was it one of the Orlando boys? No. Uh, no. Who was it that used stop to sign <laughs> it? No, seriously. Yeah. No, we know that Johnny Orlando. Now, Johnny Orlando. So, what did Ted teach him how to sign? No, no. He, he just knew. He just he just practiced
2: it, practiced it, and did it.
1: Because Mickey see, did that a lot. Now you
2: can. Mickey did that a lot. If you have Ted's uh, permission to do it, does it take away the value once you find out? Of course it the, does. Ask ask Steve uh, that. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm asking. Uh,
5: not you. <laughs> Oh, it kills. Them. I mean, most of the Red Sox team balls in the 50s, you know, don't have a real Ted Williams. Yeah. He did a pretty good job. Like, you're, you're not going to catch it right away. And the, the Brooklyn Dodgers, it's even worse. Their clubhouse guy, just so many Jackie Robinson. Really? Yeah. Snyders are bad. The wow. Yankees, with the Yankees, the manager would almost never sign. Like, Casey Stengel is usually an easy autograph but on a Yankee team balls. He's almost always secretarial. And even Joe McCarthy from the 30s and 40s on Jeez. Yankee and Red Sox balls. They just wouldn't bother signing, and they wouldn't deal with it, and they'd have someone do it. And it used to not be that big of a deal, but nowadays, people can't stand when there's clubhouse signatures on these yeah. balls because it can Man. really trip you up because they're not forgeries. They're it should from, be in
1: the documentary. Whatever, yeah, I'm
5: here. sure. It's very, it's very typical, but the Red Sox ones in the 50s are, are a nightmare. Like 95% of yeah. the Ted Williams autographs are bad.
1: So I was going to ask you that, Steve. How many actually get by the experts, well, percentage-wise? Yeah.
5: Oh, you mean when they make a mistake?
1: No, no. And it's a clubhouse signature versus uh, the real players. Oh, no,
5: I would say, well, we just, 95%, I would say 95% of Red Sox team balls from the 1950s have a clubhouse 10 win. Wow. In my experience, I would say 95% of them. It's, it's less than one in 10. It's always a problem. Some of the early ones, it could be real, but it, 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 it's a mess. And now, Mantle, you have the same, maybe a slightly smaller percentage. Mantle, starting around 56, you run into the same thing, even more so in the 60s. You know, by 1961, he was almost never signing a team ball yeah. from the whole run, and the later ones are even rarer. Like a real mantle and like a 67 Yankee team ball is like impossible, even though they weren't good. But like a 66, 67, or 68 Yankee team ball, the real mantle is crazy rare. Like like no one wow. no weren't as collected. They weren't as good, and they nobody were terrible had teams.
2: That.
5: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's funny the autograph things like you know they're a little paradoxical how they work sometimes with what's what's scarce and what isn't. But you know, it's it's a funny thing. But the clubhouse signatures are. Yeah, it's a real mess because it really – and the Yankee team balls and the Bronx Zoo era are always a mess. They're almost never good. And sometimes you get lucky and you get a good Munson, but then Billy Martin and Reggie Jackson are clubhouse and it kills the ball. I mean, yeah, it's a mess, though. Crazy. Hey, by the way –
1: no. Hey, by the way, Steve, did you like the turkey sandwich? (laughs)
5: That <laughs> was outstanding. It made my show good. I'm glad. I'm glad. You I want to
4: good. ask Paul what his hottest item is <laughs> recently. You. I I'm more I'm more of a vintage uh, card shop. Yeah. Uh, I like to have stuff from the four from the 40s. Play ball, 50s, 60s. So that's kind of my. You not, don't get into the one, pre-war. Not one. Item. I don't have a lot of pre-war. I, I was lucky enough. I had somebody stop in and I was able to get like 60 pre-war uh, t 6s. I got a green back, I got a red back oh. uh Matthewson. So yeah, it's it th- that's pretty so much So that era
2: and then uh, any particular card that's people I would say what's hot?
4: obviously the, the in in in, yeah, uh, in in vintage. I mean, obviously Steve will. T- I mean yeah. the uh the Ruth, the Gowdies are are hot. Uh, yeah. it's um, incredible. those type things. I had a I was telling uh Tom before I came in, I had a 80-year-old man come into my shop and he had uh, the highlight was uh, four four Mantle bowmans, uh, oh, raw, man. uh, three Aaron rookies. Yeah, that's cool. Four fifty-two Bowman Mantle. So uh, I've been lucky. Yeah. Steve, do you collect?
5: <clears throat> yeah, I do. I mean, I collect uh, a weird stuff. I collect Cincinnati Red stuff, Johnny Bent stuff, and I collect Hank Greenberg stuff. I don't um, have any regular cards. People always say I, I might have one Babe Ruth card in my collection. Maybe an e one twenty one, I think, and it's beat up. But I haven't seen it in like, 20 years. So,
1: so mostly, mem- it's just all memorabilia.
5: No, I do the cards, too. I love all the oddball cards. I like, my, some of my favorite things, the regional and oddball issues in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. You know, because I see the regular cards a lot. So sure. I like the unusual stuff that you don't see. You know, so, i I, I, I got
1: to ask you guys this question. I'm going to ask both of you. The Mystique, I don't own one, so. The, the 52 Mantle, there are a zillion of a zillion of them out there. Why is that card still maintaining its value and then some? I'll ask you that first, Steve. He's a legend. I mean,
5: it, it's, just, it's just the mystique of the card. There's no scarcity to it. I've had plenty of them. Unfortunately, I wasn't smart enough to keep one. But, I'm not <laughs> but you know, there, it keeps going up and up and up. It does seem insane. But, you know, it's for, for the average person on the street that can have one card, maybe that's the card they want or that's the card they want to, to, to be the centerpiece of their collection. So it's just it's just—it's the first top set. It's the key card from it, but you know it is a little bizarre how much the 51 Bowman trails. Totally, it. it's just I, like, I mean, that is a little. Weird I hit my head speed.
1: against the wall. You I know, mean, I have a 51 Bowman, and it's—it's it's so hard for it to pick up ahead of speed. The I'm 52, 52 the
4: 52 it. tops manual reminds me of the NBA logo. It's like the logo. It's it's that of right. sports cards. Good yeah, point is yeah. the fifty-two mantle.
1: Uh before we let you go, Steve, let's talk to Rico. Rico, why don't you tell oh, us about uh, our good friend James Fiorentino? Uh, let
2: me uh let me get the Probably, spectacle. Uh, spectacle. A, a what great, great artist. <laughs> spectacle. Yes. He does great work. He's just you're a spectacle too. <laughs> <coughs> Something's wrong. Okay, listen, this kid uh everybody's a kid to me. I'm
1: gonna have a cough drop while you're reading.
2: Yeah, please. I have a mint. Go
1: ahead.
2: Um, <laughs> Folks, if you want to own a piece of sports history at an affordable price, listen to me. Take a look at the magnificent highest resolution prints of famed artist James Fiorentino. Check out the link here on the screen and you will be amazed, amazed at renderings of some of the greats like Clemente, Ruth, Brady. Jordan and some of the greatest athletes to ever grace the sports landscape.
1: Now, you're going to screw this one up. The now.
2: very affordable limited editions capture every shade of the original work, and yes, they are individually signed by James. This guy is
1: fabulous. He is good. If you're
2: looking for a great Christmas present for someone special, and I have a question after this, check out the limited edition autograph. I told you. What the hell is this? <laughs> Gickleys? Gicklies, they're called. Gickleys. Yep. Yeah, check them out. Signed by Larry Bird. These beautiful pieces of art are limited to just 33 end pieces. Right. What the hell's end sweet. <laughs> Go to jamesfiorentino.com slash store forward slash store and purchase your personal work of art. James Fiorentino in our opinion, is the greatest sports artist on the planet. He really a, is. Cool, I have a man. question. Go. Cool. What if, will James do this? Because this would be for James. What if a young ki- a girl, she's uh, 12, her favorite player was Andy Pafko.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, just not a big star. Well, he was a good player. Yeah, no. Why are you making but, uh,
1: fun of Andy Pafko?
2: Card number one. Because that's all I used to get in my... Uh, <laughs> Andy Pafko and... Uh,
1: and uh,
2: guys, it's it's Sibby Sisti. <laughs> no, no. Rip Rapulski. Okay. But uh, <clears throat> would he do a piece for her? Sure he would. You can commission him. Oh. Okay. So you see I mean, he's, that, folks... I going to charge you. Well, uh, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, whatever. But I was just wondering if he no, would he, do he that. No, he would
1: do that. You can commission So him. you
2: can do that, folks. This guy is great.
1: Steve, is... Is it, it, the market slowing down?
5: It, it, a little bit. It's transitioning. Like the very, very top of the market, you know, is amazing. But like the number of sales we have is down a bit. You know, there it people are fo- like the the all the easy money things to get graded has kind of gone away. Things that totally. you know, silly cards in an eight that used to be a hundred dollars now thirty dollars, but maybe that's healthy. You know, there's a lot like a lot of the easy money I think is is, is uh, and coming out of the hobby. So you're you know now we're getting more. You know, real collectors. People aren't just buying quantities of stuff and just buying stuff to buy stuff. They're more focused. But you know, it is it is transitioning. But the prices are still really high. You don't know what's going to happen. And you know, it's, you know it's, it's, it's definitely an interesting market. You just don't know where things are going to go. Modern,
1: modern, more than vintage. Oh, you, know, you can
5: vintage things like you could take like a silly car, like a I don't know the example, like a '68 Banks and a seven or something. Like the, those cars that are easy, are easy to get. The '70s stuff even in sevens and eights and nines sometimes, you know, they're down 50 or 70%. But not are they really? Not, yeah, but not a manual card, not a rookie card, not a Colfax rookie, not the really, really good stuff, but things where there, a lot of them can get graded and, you know, as PSA is catching up, you know, enormous amounts of things are coming on the market. So that's going to change things. So you're seeing a lot of, you know, that, and you're going to see some shaking out maybe in the next year if it continues like that, because you got to you know, really know your stuff and know your customers. Totally. You can't just put stuff out and people just buy stuff like, that was going on for a few years and just dumb money was just being thrown at things. Now it's you know it's more specialized, but that's what we're um I, that's what we're seeing. I
4: I think I you saw a lot a pe- lot more people spending money during the covid because they had some money that was coming in. So it was about ba- you know that money has dried up Right. And I think that is also
1: Yeah, that probably has something to do with it yeah. I would and think.
4: Inflation, I would think. Inflation definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Steve,
1: uh your uh, website address number 1 right. and the right. auction ends Today is Wednesday, so it ends Thursday.
5: The two-day auction. Two-day so auction. Baseball. Okay, good. Today's auction is baseball autographs. So if you want to get into today's auction, you got to go to CleanSweepAuctions.com. You can. You need to get your bids in by eight o'clock Eastern. Tomorrow are baseball cards, basketball cards, football cards, hockey cards, and memorabilia. You know, it's like a thousand lots. So tomorrow's auction, you have to have your bids in by 8 o'clock Eastern time, Thursday. And again, it's cleansweepauctions.com.
1: And before you go, just uh, to wrap up uh, 2022, you've had a great year. Then uh, when's your first auction in 2023? Have you decided?
5: Yeah, it's our best. it was our best year ever again. It was a record year for the company. Excellent. And it's going to start right at the end of the year. And we got a wonderful auction. We have um, some PSA 10 Perez steel sets. Oh, wow. We, uh, including Satchel Page and Lloyd Wayne. We have some wow. sick stuff coming up. We've got a it's beautiful sick. PSA 7 Will Chamberlain rookie. we got a runs of Bruce and Gehrig's. we got the earliest known Rocky Graziano autograph. But when he with his arrest records with the different names. So we got some cool stuff coming Very up. Cool. For the you know, host.
2: Steve, uh, uh, I know uh, Tom uh, feels the same way. We think that those cards are great investments. Oh. You know, people buy uh, – the stock market is what it is. Yeah. But people, you know, they buy gold, they buy silver, the, uh, stuff like that. But these cards keep their value. They go up. Can and I tell gr- you something? You're, you're dead on,
1: Rick. You're dead yeah. on. Yeah. I
2: mean, uh, it's it's great.
1: All right, Stephen, uh, good luck. Good job, <coughs> Good luck with Enjoyed. the auction. Good luck, and, uh, Steve. Have a happy holiday to yeah. you and the entire guys, family. Guys,
5: take be well, and thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Take, take care, Steve. Steve Berkman from job. Clean Sweep Auction. Yeah. All
5: right, we're going to take a quick break. Oh, yeah?
1: We're gonna to try to locate Grady, but well, with him he's you never know. Somewhere. You never know. Yeah. I'm just saying that.
2: Does he go to the airport just to just to go to the airport? Yeah, he, he likes to be around there. He sleeps in,
1: in the, the terminal. He sleeps in the terminal. Oh, in the terminal. Hang in there, we'll be right back. Yeah, I see
0: you. Owned and operated online auction specializing in autographed memorabilia, sports cards, coins, art, and collectibles. Since their founding in 2010, they've grown to two facilities in Phoenix, Arizona totaling over 60,000 square feet. Jared Cavali and an incredible staff of over 150 team members serve a very large customer base and enjoy every minute of it. By working with leading authentication companies, Pristine ensures all items are 100% authentic. In addition, third-party authenticators regularly travel to Pristine Auction to provide authentication services on site. Pristine Auction strives to operate its business in a way that's honoring to God, their families, and their customers. With a strong focus on speed, quality, and premier customer service, their mission is to be the leading online auction for every level of collector and fan. Pristine also works for Hope Sports and Identity Hoops International, traveling to Mexico to build houses for the less fortunate. Pristine Auction offers several online auction formats with thousands of auctions ending each day. For more information, go to pristineauction.com. That's Pristine Auction, the best in the business. If you're a discerning collector interested in owning the most important pieces in the hobby, look no further than Leland's Auctions. The original sports auction and appraisal house, Leland's was established in 1985 by legendary pioneer founder Joshua Leland Evans. And today, President Mike Hefner carries on their tradition. From the Tom Brady card and memorabilia collection, to the famed Boston Garden Auction, to high-end card auctions from every major sport. Leland's has always maintained the highest standards. Go to Leland's.com and get your bid in. That's Leland's, the hobby's leading sports auction house for four decades.
7: It's often been said that championships are won on the practice field and world records come only to those willing to work harder than everybody else. Heritage Auctions is the world's largest collectibles auctioneer because we believe that becoming the best is only an invitation to the challenge of remaining the best. This requires the skills of the hobby's top experts, capable of identifying and maximizing value for our consigners. It requires the most visited website in the industry, courting a global audience of collectors over a million and a half strong. It requires a dedicated press department that expands our global reach far beyond the entrenched hobby marketplace. It's hard work, but a simple premise. Present the finest collectibles to the largest population of potential buyers, and world records will come. We invite all listeners to put the unmatched power of heritage auctions to work for you. Auction evaluations are always free, and our commission-based fee structure ensures that our interests are always aligned, the highest possible price for your collectibles. There will always be new world records to chase, so let's chase them together. Visit our website at ha.com and request your no-obligation review today.
6: Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, We will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. They are prized possessions, and you
8: need a place to store them that is safe and secure. The eBay Vault is exactly that. An insured, climate-controlled facility with state-of-the-art security that guards your valuable collection around the clock. Your vault account is protected by two-step verification and easily accessible through eBay collection. And everything stored in the eBay vault is backed by authenticity guarantee. Buying and selling is a seamless experience. When you buy an eligible card on eBay, it can be sent directly to the eBay vault at checkout. Or, if it's already in the eBay vault, you can just keep it there. And selling from the eBay vault is just as easy. Every card in the vault has been expertly inspected, detailed, and photographed, so you can quickly sell it with a pre-populated listing. And if your buyer chooses to withdraw their card from the eBay vault, we handle packing, shipping, and insurance. And same goes for you. If you want that rare rookie card in your hands, you can have it shipped to you at any time. Collect like a pro with the eBay Vault.
1: The eBay Vault is climate controlled, insured, and protected with 24-hour security. Soon, you'll be able to send cards already in your collection directly to the eBay vault. They will take high-quality photos of the front and back of the card and document all of the details for your viewing pleasure yes. and to make a listing-to-sell process seamless. For more information, go to eBay. eBay, connecting buyers and sellers globally. Before we talk to Grady, why don't you tell us about our good yeah, friend Scott. let me Scott do
2: this this way. We get it out of the way. And
1: the collector out connection. of the way.
2: This is a great uh, auction. The collector auction. Uh, the collector,
1: <laughs> you know something. I I give the guy Grady. I give him one thing to do. Just one. Who? sell I was
9: falling asleep. You can't have forty-two commercials on, or people going to. All it. right. That's what I, I tell. mean. You're, you're you're having too many. Like you have to break these up a little bit more. I was falling asleep doing all these commercials. Great companies, great sponsors. But like, what do you have now? A five-minute show I and. Mean, <laughs> Like, I mean, yeah. what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> All right, are you done?
1: Go ahead, Rico. All
2: right, the, this is the last one for me. Anyway, the Collector Connection is holding their final auction of the year with large amounts of baseball cards in budget, friendly, be-friendly grades, and their biggest assortment of hockey cards ever. How about an affordable Hank Aaron rookie card? It's a Z-Vard... <laughs> The hell's a C VAR? Just read it. PSA 2 or a PSA 4. Stand the man, usual rookie card. A near complete Opeachy.
1: I thought you were going to screw that one up too. But near you didn't. complete.
2: What's an Opeachy? What are these names? Canadian. is Canadian. Oh, no. Okay. All right. See? <laughs> near complete set. 254 out of the 264 cards. They have a great collection of Topps and Bowman baseball and football cards. A mantle. Williams, K-Line, Campanella cards, are just a few examples of what The Collector Connection is offering. Remember, the auction ends this Sunday, December 11th. Head on over to <laughs> topthecollector.connection. Top. The top. Oh, top. oh, oh head two. on over top. <laughs>
1: two. This should be two. That's a typo.
2: Oh, head on over to the thecollectorconnection.com. You will not be disappointed. The Collector Connection is the most affordable auction house around. So See, he prints these. No, but let me tell you something. He failed. No, but so.
1: this is what Scott likes. You know why? Because it sticks in your mind that you screwed it up. Yeah? Absolutely. <laughs> all right, listen, let's get to Grady. Grady, e, first of all, grade. I, I don't know if you got hey. my, my email Wait. Yesterday.
9: I have to read. A, we have another one here. We have a last-minute uh, advertisement <laughs> okay. just to keep the – I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> listen to me. I don't know if you got my email yesterday. I sent an email out to you and Provenzal. And I think that based on the fact that we have made you an icon in the collectibles world, I should get, I should get reimbursed for the E90-2. I think you guys should each chip in half and send me a check. You and Prov. Yeah, right. Is
9: that like, that's your best work you've come up with? I haven't been here for like a month. And that's the funniest thing you can. No, I, <laughs> I
1: don't
2: think it's funny. I think I should be reimbursed. Oh. What's the song? Dream on, dream on. Yeah, I
9: think. No shot. Me, talk, me being buddies with Rico's made my stock go up. Not necessarily, you know. Well,
1: I did get my card I did get my card yesterday in FedEx. It came in. I'm thrilled. Right. Great card. Great card. You too. like it? I love it. Thank you very much.
9: Thanks for participating.
1: Seriously, I, I love the and card. and winning. Uh, yeah, I was well, I overpaid for the card, as you know. The
9: book business is good. Well,
1: we had a good year. Let's put it that way. We had a good <laughs> did year. Did you really? That's good. Yeah, we did.
4: Good, good. Well, right.
1: now, is this like the pandemic that's, thing? Or?
2: He had such a good year, he won't give us a raise.
1: You should oh, be that's, paying me. That's no doubt. <laughs> hey, no listen, doubt. No, no, so what's go, let's go. What's so, going on with uh, Heritage? You got some stuff you going know, on?
9: Just, it never ends. You know, um, we have our big uh, January card catalog auction to start the year we're at deadline for that we're just processing stuff and getting that catalog put to bed then we have our february platinum night auction which will be a you know a tremendously large auction in in february so two big events to kick off the year
1: excellent excellent you know uh, how's uh, how's orlando working out
9: who's better than joe
1: you know next week we have a special show um We're doing, uh, and this was like kind of a programming note, Joe is coming on the show next week. The reason being is we're bringing in Tom Ruggi uh, from uh, Destiny Wealth Management, as well as Bob Broadwater from Collectibles Insurance. So we're going to do kind of a a show about investing and insurance for your collections. Mm -hmm. And we're going to bring Joe in to talk about the values of certain cards in your investment. Yeah. Nice. So uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be kind of a fun show. That's good. Uh, just so you can see the whole picture. There's a lot of people that have very expensive collections. And yeah, not there some, is. Right. Absolutely. You, you really You And there's know a shocking
9: amount of people that aren't insured because they either don't believe you can get affordable insurance, or they just don't understand how it works. Totally. And they don't. You know, part of being a collector is, is buying trading, swapping stuff out. And, and it really takes away if you have to do spreadsheets and you have to you know keep yeah. track of everything. So people just don't want to do it. I know
1: yeah, that's multi-million so
9: dollar collections it's, where they don't have insurance. It's
1: crazy, man. It is crazy. Derek, you guys have had a spectacular year this year. You've been with them how long now? How long have you been with Heritage? 14?
9: Uh, two, since 2011.
1: Okay, so is this the best year you guys have ever had As far as the sports division?
9: I I don't think as far as sales, but I think, you know, look, during the, you know, with the modern sales where there were five figure cards created overnight, I think we may have had a a better year. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I'd have to ask Ivy. Um, It's been a great year. Um, Obviously, you know, when you sell a card for a world record price, the Mantle card went viral before the auction went viral after the auction it was just a tremendous the story everything lined up perfectly that was huge for us um, so
1: you guys got a big bump from the sale of that cot, I'm assuming correct
9: I mean it was the highlight of the national right I mean everybody yeah. talked everybody was talking about it you know I got I got I to couldn't hold do... I't do yeah
1: to hold we it. have a we have a picture of uh, with Rico and I same thing yeah
9: I mean and I I would hope that will I mean my you know I'm like what have you done for me lately myself? I'm like a Bill Belichick. I want a Super Bowl. I want to celebrate it for the night of, and then I'm on to the next. Right. Yeah. What are we going to do next year? Yeah. I think we set the bar pretty damn high.
1: So, uh, what, what, you know, I think the uh, we talked about it earlier with Verkman. The hobby is kind of not slowing down but coming back to earth a little bit. What is your prediction? Oh, you the
9: ahead. one thing you find, that, and I've always been on here telling people to diversify, I don't want to talk crap on modern, but literally when things go from, you know, a $500 card to 15,000 because of a pin, you know, because what happened a pandemic, more collectors got in, um, people were, couldn't, you know, wait to buy this stuff, but they're not really collecting if they're flipping it already. Right. They're not just no. like I buy something that goes into a black hole. When I buy memorabilia and I buy a ger- game use jersey, I don't sell it. And I want to keep it. These guys are – it's like a hot potato.
1: I know. That's, yeah, that, that, I, that's a little disheartening sometimes. It, they it, also it,
9: have one other thing in common. A lot of these modern guys are crypto guys.
1: <laughs>
9: and the crypto market crashed too. <laughs>
1: yeah.
9: And the modern market, hey, I'm looking for the bottom. I hope we've hit it, but I don't know that we have.
4: I
1: don't think you have. What is 2023 uh, what – what's your prediction on 2023?
9: You know, vintage, blue chip, memorabilia if you can justify i will never stop saying this and i still don't understand why this isn't happening more often <laughs> when there's when you can buy a game worn photo match jersey or a game used bat grade at a 10 by Tobby, infinitely cheaper than you can buy a card of somebody there's something wrong with that you know game used is on the field they wore it they used it a card came out of a pack that's a good the fact that some of these point. things yeah. go for you can buy a Mickey Mantle jersey graded at a 10 or a nine, as good as it gets, for less than a LeBron James RPA sells for. That's insane. Wow.
1: Interesting. Or a Tom
9: Brady card. You know, so I really think, you know, memorabilia is undervalued and you're going to start to see more of that go up as it should. I think you're going to see more, you know, vintage. If the grading companies are still pretty tight with their new standards, these cards that are in nines and tens that are even eights or that are pop ones and twos and threes and fives, there's those are just going to keep going up. The vintage isn't getting hit like the like the modern. Yeah, the I, mod- I agree with you know? that, Paul. Huh? You
1: to- you're, you're-
4: yeah, totally, absolutely.
1: Uh, Derek, before we let you go, um, the T two hundred six eighty plank has that card. I know that you guys just sold. it. As a matter of fact, I was in. I had my head in it for. You know, until the 20-yard line, then I got cold feet. But sure. my question is, is that card slowing down? Is there something going on with that card? Um, I don't
9: think so. Actually, the card's going up. It is? Okay. I think now, Authentics are going pieces of crap or selling for a lot. I think t sixes are still killer. We just got a big fresh T206 deal that we beat one of our competitors on, which I'm going to pick up on Thursday. And it's like a thousand T206s yes. and it has a plank, Oh wow! not high grade, but very excited that we, you know, we just got that deal. And, um, you know, so that's, uh, again, blue chip it, stuff.
1: It, yeah. Awesome. Uh, everything else is good. You look great. Uh, Oh, thank
9: you. I try, you know, my skin. Where know, are, are so- you
1: right <laughs> now? Are you in Pennsylvania? You in, I'm Lug-
9: in New Jersey,
1: Jersey, did you uh, – yeah, were, were you at the Philly show? Yeah, I was there. Did you miss
9: it? It was – a. you know what? They got big crowds. The only thing is – the, and they put on a great show, but you know, just to call it like I see it, and again, we take in consignments in its relationships. Yeah. A lot of the dealers were saying people were apprehensive, spending money. The crowds were there, though. They had a ton of people there. Eagles played at one. So anytime you have a show where the home team plays yeah, at one – you're gonna kill the show what, on Sunday. Well,
1: didn't they didn't have a date
2: before the schedule. The uh, NFL schedule came out. I know, but I, you know but he... what?
9: They only have so much availability to uh, you know to get, to get, get it, and yeah. it just kind of is what it is. Yeah. You know, but but no, people were a little bit more apprehensive spending spending money even on so you can tell the economy. Look, the stock market's down. Right. You know The economy when it's shaky, people are gonna hold back a little bit. But yeah. the crowd came. Maybe they're just looking for more deals, but I think it's the hobby's fine. It's just if you were all—if you were just all about modern and just buying modern—you're going to get hurt. Hey, one last question:
1: Are you going to be in Palm Beach at all this uh, this winter?
9: Um, Is that
1: no? No, you're not not coming to my house, so don't even think of it. Uh, I'll I'll meet you for lunch, but are you going to be down there, like, do uh, business-wise?
9: I certainly could be. I wouldn't take that off the table. At some point, how often do you how long do you go there for?
1: We're there till the middle of April. Leaving on uh, January there. 5th. Right, yeah. Make sure you call me, please. Or text money. maybe. Yeah, that'll yeah. be. <laughs> and bring <laughs> All right, listen, say hi to Joe, say hi to Prove. say hi to Chris, the gang at uh, Heritage. You guys uh, you guys are there, man. You're at the top of the heap.
2: Uh you're we at work the top hard. Of the heap. We work go, hard. Definitely. Bring money for lunch.
1: He owes me a, a lunch.
2: Item. I know. I I mean, you owe me a lunch. He's
1: unbelievable. <laughs> All right, he Derek. Bid we did another auction. Not only that, but I bought you a damn sandwich at the Boston show. Oh, boy. He <laughs> did. Isn't that he something? A sub. I brought him a sub. I, oh, and wow. They it. were the best. I know you did eat it. Yeah. It was All good. right, brother. We love yeah. it. Yeah. Take, Take care. And happy holidays. Keep you guys. Keep Bye. the faith. Derek Grady from Heritage Auction. I think that's a wrap, guys. Paul, thank you so much for thank coming. you yeah, for, for having me. Yeah, really, really, really enjoyed for, uh, it. it. Thank you glad you, you had some fun. Remember, folks, PB Collectibles. If you're down in the Rhode Island area, this is what we're trying to promote: small shops for the for the average hobbyist, not the collector. Yeah. You know, these these shops are popping. Up all over the country now, and we want to support them. So remember, PB Collectibles. Uh, I'll give the address: two sixty nine Spring Street, Newport, Newport, you Newport,
4: a- Rhode Island, right across from JF Where JFK got oh, so there? St. Mary's bucks. Church. You must have a few bucks. I, I don't know about that, but yeah.
1: All right. With that being said, Rick, I hope you're feeling better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feel better, guys. I know. It. Don't breathe on <clears throat> me. Uh, my best to Elsie. Thank you all, Ellen. Ellen, I uh, hope you're feeling better. I'll see you in about an yeah. hour. Uh, <laughs> and Paul. With that being said, we love yeah. you guys. Happy Thank collecting. You guys.